Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Noble, and welcome once again to the Coach Josh Conklin Show, brought to you by Duck Donuts. It was a tale of two halves Saturday here at Gibbs Stadium. Sanford did what they usually do in the first half and roared out to an early lead, but what a great effort by Wofford to come back in the second half when you settle it all out, though. A late field goal was the difference. Uh, Sanford down Wofford 27-24, to Coach. I was really proud of the effort. I know you guys aren't into moral victories, but I think we learned something about this bunch of Terriers on Saturday. Yeah, we did. I, you know, we challenged them uh, before the game to go out and, and compete for four quarters, which mm-hmm. uh, they did. And, and they came back the second half and, and really played our style uh, of offense and defense and special teams, which we had not done uh, yet this year. So, you know, I told you before, I'm probably the most encouraged one in five head coach in the country <laughs> right now. Um, we found a, found, found a, a guy that, uh, at quarterback that did some really good things and, and our defense um, showed some things as well that we hadn't seen yet this year. So, um, other than a, a field goal late, we, got a chance, we had a chance to, to win that game. Mm-hmm. Well, we will take an in-depth look at the highlights, the numbers. They were pretty surprising and, and really astounding in a testament to the effort of the Terriers, especially in that second half. We will take a look ahead to Saturday's game at Mercer. Interesting matchup on the road for Wofford. And, of course, another edition of Conklin's Quarter is coming your way. It's all ahead here on the Coach Josh Conklin Show. And welcome back, everybody. Coach, the week of preparation, especially on the defensive side of the ball, for an offensive attack like Sanford, fourth in the nation in scoring offense, fifth in the nation in in scoring average in terms of total points, quite a tall task. How did you prep your defense for the challenge they faced? Well, you know, it's an an up-tempo style of offense, um, and it's really hard to replicate during the course of the week. One 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 of the things that we do is we actually um, make a call and turn their backs to the off to the formation. We get mm-hmm. our, our scout team lined up, and then we make them find the formation as quickly as they can. That's probably one of the best things we've ever done for mm-hmm. uh, in terms of you know kind of replicating the, the, the style of offense that you're going to face. But in order to keep the points down with a team like that, um, you really have to have a complete effort. You have to have long fields. You have to keep the ball away from them on offense, mm-hmm. which we did. And then you got to be able to get some stops um, on first down. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because you got to get them to second and long situations. Mm-hmm. It was a Sanford offense that had scored 100 points in their last two games before Saturday here at Wofford. Atkins Roberts puts the toe into the football, and we're underway here at Wofford. And a fair catch called for. I think Wofford is just happy with that right now, and Sanford will get it first and 10 tempo and handoff and that's where getting the excuse me Stanton Jay Stanton up the middle for a gain of about three Chuck Smith made the stop for Wofford we were heard the big defensive end was a game time decision hasn't seen anything yet now it's Stanton again on third down and that is going to be stopped the cutback going nowhere and Wofford is going to force a three and out on Sanford's first possession Anthony Latney made the first hit for Wofford that's a good start for this Terrier defense and uh you know, I think if they had gotten it close to fourth and one, you maybe you see Chris Hatcher roll the dice, but I don't think he feels like he can do that. Second and nine, Wofford from their own 15. This time it's Nathan Walker trying to sweep left, and he will get about five out to the 20-yard line with Derek in the shotgun. Drop straight back. 
It's going to be across the middle and complete for a first down. A good pitch and catch with Jim Welsh, the senior wide receiver, moves the sticks for the Terriers. Derek in the shotgun. Ingram to his left in the backfield, and it will be Ingram again. Had a crease, trying to muscle forward for the first down. He's going to get a maybe a yard short. Good surge from Chad Gardner and Quayshon Greenlee, the right guard on the right tackle. First and 10 from the Wofford 44. First time either team has been in the other's territory as well with two running backs on either side. Quick throw to the right. That's complete. Trying to make a spin move and probably getting six or seven. That was Kendall Watson. Third and one for the Wofford 36. Sam, it's a handoff to Stanton and he will be stopped short of the first down. Coming in to blow that play up with senior, fifth year senior linebacker Joe Beckett. Yeah, he did a fantastic job of coming in on that run play. Sanford's going to go quicker on fourth down. Quarterback sneak. Welch is close and he will have the first down with the second effort. Stood up right at the marker, kept his legs churning and able to get the first down. And third down in about six. Welch, plenty of time, lofts one. And that's going to be completed. A touchdown. Wofford defensive back fell down. Vice with the touchdown. And I think John Beckley in coverage just lost his footing. And we have the game's first score. Yeah, he kind of got turned around. And when he did, his, his feet got tangled up. And throw was uh, well done that time by Liam Welch. Just kind of dropped it in the bucket. Mulligan is the running back. In motion, Holt again. Mulligan will keep it. Oh, and he's thrown backwards. I thought for a moment he had clear sailing and coming up and making a fantastic defensive play for Sanford was Brandon Royal. Flyer out of the rough. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Welch, and you know what they're going to do. Sling it. Now he's looking late. Late. Long, and he's got a man, and that's Washington complete into Wofford Terrier territory down to the 32-yard line. They go up top. Officials have to respot the football. Welch back on third down, looking over the seam. Oh, oh. almost picked off. Late first quarter, Sanford with a 7-0 lead over Wofford. The Terriers will get it first and 10 at their own 12-yard line as Sanford's fourth down conversion was wiped out by a penalty on their last drive. And it's Jamari Broussardo, the fake, and Holt has it. Can he break free? 50. Isaac Holt or Alec Holt into Stanford territory and he will take it to the house for a touchdown. 88 yards and Wofford's a point away from tying it up. I mean, it's it's magic out there. Second down and six. Little pressure on Welch and that's what you need if you're Wofford. He forces the incompletion, was looking for Vice, the tight end. Chuck Smith got in there. Third down and six from the Sanford 48. Welch across the middle, put a little too much mustard on that one and could not connect with Tony. We'll call it second and 10. I think they gave Wofford a fairly generous spot forward progress on that one. Clock running with a minute 37 to go. All tied up at seven, Wofford and Sanford. Mulligan, can he get the corner? He can, 20. 25 tiptoeing down the sidelines. It's a first down Terriers all the way out to the 34 yard line. Anthony Garcia, who's been a stalwart on the offensive line, is out. And room up the middle, running is Ingram. 
Put the shoulder down, got the first down, Ryan Ingram. Third and nine as Derrick goes back to pass. The blitz is coming and it will get there. Peyton Derrick goes down. Who sidestepped the tackler and got the first down. Back to pass on first down. That one's wide open down the sideline and Washington will scoot all the way. Did he get the pylon? He is out of bounds at the one yard line. Bowles is the running back. And this time it's Welch with a little misdirection. The quarterback keeper in for the Bulldog touchdown. Puts Holt in motion. Option right. Derek has a seam. He'll get it out to the 11, but far, far short of the yards needed for the first down. At least he bought some room for his punter. Ty Herring made the stop for Sanford. It brings up fourth down. Crew as Liam Welch just put on a passing clinic, but now he's going to hand the ball off to Stanton, who's got room down the sideline. 40, 30, 20. It's a foot race that Stanton will get pushed out of bounds inside the five. Donovan Anderson saved the touchdown, but Jay Stanton nearly took it 60 yards. Bowles is the running back. And it's a lob into the corner, battle fourth. Catch was not made, I thought, for a moment that Creamer got his hands on it, but the ball was knocked loose. Good coverage by Wofford's Donovan Anderson to bring up third down. Washington, the pitch man, but Welch is going to keep it, and he will not get there. Stopped at about the one-and-a-half-yard line, and Welch is in the shotgun. Fourth and goal, Stanton. Has it, fakes the reverse and trots into the end zone. Got a flag. Late flag came in right at the point of contact, I thought, where there was a hold. So that changes everything, and Sanford now will send the field goal unit onto the field with Zach Williams. Five for seven on field goals this year. This is a 30-yarder, well within his range. Out of the hold of Ty Hatcher. That kick is up. And it is good. So they are taking their time as the play clock runs down. It's Mulligan. Cuts back across the grain. Knocked down at the 30-yard line. So give Irvin Mulligan five yards on first down. Two wide receivers to the top. Instead, they'll run it left with Walker. Sees daylight. Gets the first down and more. Hammered down at the 41-yard line by East, but not before first down yardage for Nathan Walker. Patient run there as he let the hole develop. Yeah, good cut, good blocking. First to 10 Terriers from their own 40. Mulligan, cut back, up the middle, 50, 40, 30. Drug down from behind at the 25-yard line. Give Irvin Mulligan 35 more, and Wofford is knocking on the door. He's got such great vision as a running back and sees the holes well and hits them hard. and. He's fast, but he's also a strong runner. And uh, Irvin Mulligan really the total package for the Terriers at that running back position. Third down and six. Wofford from the Sanford 21. That'll be a tough win to kick into should it come to that. Derek on the option will keep it late pitch. Oh, barely got it to Mulligan. I wonder if they're going to call that an illegal forward pass. Out of the hold of Bryce Corston. Colin Springer, the long snapper. It's hit. Will it make it there? It will not. Oh, no. 
First down and back to pass again. Welch steps up in the pocket. Complete to the 30. Kramer again. That's a long throw. Second and four. Welch the other way. That's complete. Making the catch is Smith. That's his third catch today. Clock continues to run with a minute 34. Welch looking to his left. Going that direction. It's broken up. A nice defensive play. Okachi Emanwuri, the transfer from Presbyterian College. Teen to seven lead here late in the first half. Welch gets the snap. Looking in the end zone. Throw to the corner. Man falls down and it's a touchdown. Chandler Smith makes the catch as once again a Terrier defensive back loses his footing. I think it might have been Eman Worry who made the play a play before, but that was a biggie as Sanford now has the ability to take a 17 point lead into the locker room at halftime pending the extra point. So it was 24 to 7 Sanford at halftime. I know the dam burst there a little bit defensively at halftime, and, and the offense quite frankly, wasn't doing its share in those first 30 minutes. No, we really weren't. We were um, not being able to drive the ball and, and um, get first downs mm -hmm. like we needed to. And then defensively, we were having a hard time, like I said, on first and second down. You can't get them to third down situations. You have a hard time getting off the field. Mm -hmm. uh, came back at halftime, and, and um, you know, I told you early on that you know we wanted the guys to compete for four quarters, but I think mm -hmm. the one thing that uh, I saw that I haven't seen all year is in the second half, we actually believed as a football team that we could win that game. And I hadn't felt that on the sideline. And that is why probably I was excited to, to come back to work on Sunday and, and get mm -hmm. going again because you can see what these guys are about. Well, when we come back after this, we'll go into our second half highlights. You'll see exactly what Coach is talking about, a different football team and a big coaching decision. That next on The Josh Conklin Show. So down 24 to seven, Coach Josh Conklin makes a decision. Bryce Corriston in a quarterback. What led you to make that call? You know, we've watched Bryce here for the last three or four weeks. Um, he, he probably spends as much time as anybody preparing um, mm -hmm. during the course of the week. He's had really good practices. We were going to put him in at some point in time. Mm -hmm. um, and, and to be honest with you, Jim, I, I just, I, I was kind of, I felt like we just kind of have been getting the same result mm -hmm. offensively. And I was looking for a little bit of a spark, um, maybe to change it up. Um, and he came off the bench, yeah, he went out there and executed really well. Um, the guys kind of rallied behind him, which was really encouraging to see, and, 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 and brought us back into that mm -hmm. game, um, which is a, a huge thing for a guy that's never taken a college snap before. Yeah, and the impression I got was it really wasn't anything that Peyton Derrick was doing wrong. Sometimes it's intangible. Sometimes it's more of a gut feeling that a coach has sometimes. It, that really was it. Mm -hmm. I, I just kind of got to a point where I'd, I'd seen probably enough of the same stuff over and over again. And it was time to, to do something a little bit different in the second half. And we didn't have anything to lose. Mm -hmm. um, and then we came back and we charged back and, and it ended up uh, being a close game there at the end. Well, you're about to see not only a different look on offense, but a completely different defensive football team in half number two. Got a change of quarterback and the freshman, Bryce Corson from Spring, Texas, will get the nod. What do you make of this, Tom Henson? I think you're just changing it up, seeing if you can get a spark, seeing if you can get something going here. Anthony Craig, the tight end, goes in motion to the right side of the formation, and Corson about to take his first collegiate snap. First and 10, Wofford from their own 25. 
It'll be a handoff to Walker, who gets a shoestring tackle after about a two-yard gain. We leads them up second and eight, the 27. Borston is going to throw. Completes his first college pass to Bartkowiak, who's off to the races. 30, drug down from behind on the 25-yard line. Welcome to college football, Bryce Corston, as Nathan East saved the touchdown for Sanford. Freshman Bryce Corston. Corston will throw to the right. Wide open. Cutting back is Matthews almost to the goal line. He's down at the one. Corston in the shotgun. Mulligan is into the end zone for the Terrier touchdown. Urban Mulligan in from a yard out, and we have a ball game here in Spartanburg. They've got to contend with Liam Welch in that high-powered Sanford Bulldog attack. That's Stanton running left, and he's got room yet again. Runs over a Terrier, big hit at the 35, falls forward. Third and short, and they hadn't been great, as you said, at half, Jim. They're two of seven converting third downs. Third and three Bulldogs from the Terrier 39. Stanton, the running back to the right side of Welch, who's going to throw a quick drop. Now he's, everybody's covered. Let's see if he can get rid of it again. Going to float it down the middle, and that's going to be incomplete. Looking for his tight end, Vice. And this time, we may indeed have a holding penalty. Yeah, we do. And Wofford. Drop back to pass. Down the seam. Nobody's there. Good tight coverage by the Terriers. I think it was... Kagan Campbell on the coverage on Ty King, but Corson's got the signal. They got running backs on either side of him. Second and about four. He'll hand it off, and that one was kind of slow developing and not much running room. Corson will hand off to Ingram. He's got the first down. Down the far sideline, chopped out of bounds into the Sanford bench, but not before a nice gain on third and two. Give Ryan Ingram about eight. Flag on the play, though, as Lamar Anderson made the tackle. Corriston will just hand off and run blitz and a lateral, and this could be disastrous for Wofford. We've got a flag at the end of the play. I don't know that was exactly how you draw it up on the whiteboard. Face mask on Sanford. Yeah, Alec Holt got a lateral. I think they were trying to run a reverse. But Sanford had blitzed yeah. and blew it up completely. Because Wofford's likely the ball wasn't bouncing around the end zone. And then you said a late flag in here. I think you're right. I think it was a face mask. Alec Holt was brought down. This is... It's going to take a while to sort out. I'm telling you, this game, this is not going to be used for the Tom Amansky how-to video. Personal foul, face mask, 59 to defense. Still eight minutes and 40 seconds to go in this third quarter. As Corson will throw it left, out to Matthews. He's got it, trying to make a man miss, and does. Across the 30, the 35. Finally, he stood up, but not before he gets out to the 37-yard line. Another Terrier first down. Four wide receivers on the field for Wofford on third and seven. Corson's under fire, and he's going to get sacked. Broussard to the right of Corson, who's back to pass. Got a jump pass, and that's going to be incomplete. And once again, the pressure got there. But one minute and 10 seconds of this third quarter. Welch is back to pass now for the Bulldogs. Looking left, fires it, and that sails over the head of everybody. Donovan Anderson was all over. 
the Wofford secondary kind of picked apart in the first half and then tightened up in the, in the second half with the exception of the Furman game last week. Long go pattern down the left sideline and that is going to be incomplete and I think that was just good tight coverage once again by Anderson. Third and ten. Welch drops back. Blitz coming from the left. He goes long down the center of the field, and that is going to be incomplete. Off the fingertips of Kendall Watson, and the flag comes out. Ooh. Oh, the Wofford bench is upset. We'll have to take another look at that one. Jaheim Hazel was the man in coverage. And now they're talking about perhaps picking up the flag. Let's see. I didn't see any interference on the replay, but nah. the referees are conferring. The Wofford defense has come off the field. They clearly hold everything. Love the fire from Josh Conklin on the sideline. He was incomplete pass is the ruling, and Sanford will be forced to punt. We may look back at that as a big, big play. Here's another look. Yeah, I think that I think that's a no flag. There was a band's keeping tabs on the game. We'll see you next week, buddy. Third and short. Corriston goes the other way, and he's got tons of green grass. Bryce Corriston cannot turn the corner. Nice angle and driven out of bounds. Second and eight. It'll be a handoff, and with a lot Whoa. of speed, Mulligan, can he take it to the house? Yes, sir. Touchdown, Terriers. Irvin Mulligan has brought Wofford to within reaching distance of Samford. Usually splits a lot of time with DeMarcus Ware. Haven't really got any word on why Ware hasn't been playing, but now breaking into the backfield, and that's a big one for Stanton into Wofford territory down to the 45-yard line. Welch, quick out to the right. It's complete. That's Tony who reverses field. Now he's going to come back the other side of the field, and he is going to be tripped up in all that running for a one-yard gain. <laughs> Welch back to pass. Floats it incomplete. Looking for Giles over the middle. This one, 20 Four to 21 as Walker gets the handoff. Good yardage again on first down. In fact, that's going to be right at 10 yards for Nathan Walker. That should move the sticks for Wofford. First and 10 now out to the 22. Another give inside and another broken tackle. And it's Walker again. Cuts outside. Now up inside out to the 40-yard line. Gain of 16 and another Terrier first down. And a physical finish to the run as well. That is the Nathan Walker we have seen the yeah. previous three years. Yep, absolutely it is. Looking for some redemption here today. They'll give it to Broussard. Can he turn the corner? Can't get all the way there, but as you said, Tom, now it's gonna be fourth down and manageable from about the Sanford 40. Broussard and Walker in and it's a keeper for Corriston and he's got the first down and more inside the 35 to the 34 Bryce Corriston the freshman doing it with his legs relief of Peyton Derrick to begin the second half right now he gives it oh what a run what a run 
down near first down yardage. She'll be a little bit short, Nathan Walker. People, third and one. This time it's going to be a first down carry for Irvin Mulligan. Drags defenders down for about four. You do. We'll see what they get here on this third down play. Here would be about a 42 yarder, but let's run this play first. It's going to be Leggett around left side. Can he get the conversion? Oh, he's awful close to it. I think he's going to be a yard or two short. Snap is good. Kick is up. And Wofford has tied this football game up. Pedestrian 249 yards passing, and they will run a reverse, and Washington's got it. Welch trying to deliver a lead block. It'll be right at first down yardage. Welch claps for it, gets it, hands off to Stanton. This time, Wofford stiffens right at the point of attack, maybe a half a yard. Welch goes up under center. Little quick pitch to Washington. Oh, he turns the corner and gets the first down. They outflanked Wofford on that one. They just they, they started in one formation and moved to another one and had more blockers on that side than Wofford had defenders. Wofford took two timeouts early in the half. That would look like a busted play. It looked like somebody, maybe Welch, turned the wrong way, and Wofford holds on third down. I think it was simply he was faking, and it was going. It was a quarterback draw again. Could be. Tash. Ty Hatcher, the holder. That kick is up. And it is good. He's been waiting to kick this off for five minutes. Finally out of a hold, he does, and it is short and returnable. And that is going to be Campbell, it looks like. And out across the 30. So pretty good starting field position for the Terriers. And Sanford's, if you're Sanford, guard the boundary. Wofford's out of timeouts, too. Corson back again. Picked up the blitz. Flush out to his right. He's got some room. 45. Steps out of bounds right at midfield. Is a gain of eight on first down. And again, Corson stops the clock. The trip wides to the left. Corson flushed out to the left. He's got to run for it. He's got it if he wants it. Oh, it's closer than it probably should have been. It's right at the marker. Second and 10 from the Sanford 48. Horston is fading back to pass. Got to let it fly. It is going to be complete. Is that Welsh who picked it up off the shoe tops at the 40? It's a yeah. gain of eight. Clock continues to move with 58 seconds and counting. Wofford's got third and two. Now Welsh goes to the top side of the formation. Corriston will throw and is complete. First down. So it's second and 10, 27 seconds to go. Horison back, time to throw. Got the man cutting across, complete, out of bounds, close to a first down, that's Welsh. If you run the ball, can you get up and spike it? I think I, you I, have to throw it. Yeah, you gotta throw it. And maybe have to, you gotta throw it past the sticks too. Corriston, they pick up the blitz. He moves around and now he's gotta throw it away. Yeah, good decision. Gliarmus will come on to try to do just that. It's 31, so it's going to be a 41-yard field goal out of the hold of Coriston. It's up. Can it make it? No, oh, it's off to the right. And that is your ball game.
So in the end, the field goal attempt just falls short. So does Wofford, 27 to 24. I was almost surprised when I came in to the locker room after the game. I kind of expected to see guys pretty happy about the way they played in the second half. There was no sense of satisfaction, no sense of moral victories amongst your guys. This is a game that they really wanted to win and probably know moving forward know that they can win games like this. Yeah, I think they do. And, and I think that, you know, that they've been devastated uh, mm -hmm. the last few weeks. I think, you know, ETSU, VMI, mm -hmm. um, and Sanford specifically, those are all games that they felt like, hey, we had a chance to win at the end of the game and we haven't been able to do it. And to get that, you know, to, to get that kind of that taste out of your mouth and it is the only way you can do that is win. Mm -hmm. And so uh, they're hungry. They came back on Sunday. Again, they're really excited to be back. Um, they were had great energy. Um, they're a really fun group to coach mm -hmm. and you feel bad because you're, you know, as a coach, you just want them to get that taste of winning um, and kind of put that out of their mind a little bit moving forward. So we'll keep working and see if we can't get one this weekend. I want to highlight a couple of guys. Irvin Mulligan has showed a burst now. That first and second step that he's got, he's full speed before he even gets the ball now. You run for over 366 yards as a team, more than 500 total yards. And that was also with an offensive line that suffered some in-game injuries. You were down to your backup center, and then your starting center had to go back in, moving parts and pieces around. So that group, what did they show you on Saturday? Well, they, they started to kind of come together, and I think we, we found our identity on offense. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we found what our guys can really do. Uh, like you said, our, our stable running backs uh, are really, really good. Um, and being able to get them on the perimeter, uh, we've done some good things. And our mm -hmm. line is blocking well, and mm -hmm. they're doing a really good job. Um, even with some moving parts in there, and um, we'll continue to get better, um, but we got to be able to control the line of scrimmage, which we were able to do on mm -hmm. Saturday, and we got to do that moving forward. And we just saw it in the highlights, the compete level of the defense in the second half. You held that, that offense to three points, uh, way below their numbers in almost every other category. That is something that they can positively build on, I would think. Yeah, it, it really is. And, you know, I think when we came out of halftime, one thing we challenged our guys with is, you know, especially our back end, we were going to play more aggressive on the perimeter. We mm -hmm. did a lot more press coverage to try to win first and second down. And our, our corners especially held up really well. Mm -hmm. And I think they gained a lot of confidence coming out of that um, because it wasn't like it was some offense that wasn't doing anything. Right. They were putting up huge numbers. And um, they gained a lot of confidence as that second half went mm -hmm. on. All right, a lot to look forward to as the Terriers get ready to hit the road. Macon, Georgia, the destination this weekend. We'll take a look, closer look at Mercer and Wofford when we come back on the Josh Conklin Show. And welcome back to the Coach Josh Conklin Show, brought to you by Duck Donuts. I'm Jim Noble. So, Mercer. A tough team to figure out right now. They were rolling undefeated in the conference, had a home game with VMI last week, and absolutely got smoked. Credit to VMI. Unbelievable 40-point victory for the key debts. What do you make of that, and what kind of team do you think you're going to face on Saturday coming out of that, Coach? Well, we're going to face a really good football team. I know that, and they're going to be you know, ready and gunning for the, the Terriers. Um, they're a good football program. Uh, they're doing a nice job down there. They, they're playing with a lot of confidence. And, you know, from a matchup standpoint, I don't know if it was the matchup with VMI. Um, mm -hmm. I think they're, I think VMI's front is really, really good. Uh, at times they had a hard time with them. 
Um, you know, but for us, we haven't been able to stop the run yet this year, and we got to be able to do that against those guys. So we got an incredible challenge. Our guys are going to have to play with great fundamentals and technique and pad level um, in order for us to be in that game. Yeah, Bursa will have some certainly some motivation coming off the VMI loss and the fact that they have not beaten Wofford since they joined the Southern Conference. It'll be a 6 p.m. kickoff Saturday evening down in Macon. Which leads us to this edition of Conklin's Corner. Coach has broken down a play from the Sanford game. One of the issues that we had to deal with um, on Saturday was obviously the wind, um, 15 mile an hour winds uh, with some pretty significant gust. This was early on in the game and we kicked this punt and the wind was going directly into our face. So we tried to just go ahead and kick it like we normally would. Um, and you just, I just want to show this one to you, and then I'll, I'll show you the next one that we kick. But you can see how uh, we hit a pretty decent ball, um, but the ball goes up in the air and really just hangs, um, gets knocked down, and we don't get a very good punt, um, only get it to the 35-yard line. And field position was going to be a huge factor um, in the course of this game. Uh, we knew that. We knew we had to make their offense drive long fields, um, especially with the amount of points that they had been scoring. So keeping them off the field and then making sure they had to drive long fields was important. So that was definitely not what we wanted. In the second uh, quarter, I want to show you this one, but we came back out and instead of just kicking a, a normal kick, we kicked a rugby style kick where we're trying to kick this ball end over end and try to see if we can't get as much roll as possible. So I just want you to see where this ball's at. We're backed up, uh, we're coming out, the ball's about on the 11 yard line. And we hit a rugby style kick, which is a little bit better into the wind. And then obviously it's a little bit harder to field and a little bit harder to catch. And you can see right here with the return guy, he has a hard time making a decision on, you know, what he wants to do. He doesn't catch it. And then we get a heck of a roll and we end up flipping the field and starting now on our 30 yard line, which is extremely uh, important again, in terms of the course of that game and being able to make that offense drive a long field but I wanted to point this one out because sometimes these things um, you know are very minimal um, a lot of times the normal fan uh, would not see this or would not recognize this um, again just a minor adjustment instead of just kicking a, a normal punt uh, we went to a rugby style kick uh, where we're rolling out and trying to get a roll um, off this punt um, and it really ended up working well for us great execution by the punter um, great job of, of, again, flipping the field there in a, in a very tough situation where they've got a short field, uh, completely different for us as a defense. And this is just another shot of it here where you can see where we kind of roll out. Uh, we're trying to kick this thing end over end. You can see where it bounces hard for the, the return guy to decide whether he wants to catch it because it's just a different kick. Um, and then we get the roll that we want. Um, and again, like I said, flipping the field, which was, which was really beneficial for us um, in that game and allowed us to keep the points down. You know, it's funny, we always talk about maybe special teams will be the thing that breaks this game open, and uh, the special teams for Wofford have been really solid and, and spectacular at times, and you guys have a, have a lot of young guys playing on those units too. Yeah, we really do. A lot of true freshmen, um, a lot of guys just like our defense, you know, playing a lot of guys that haven't played um, a ton of college football. Uh, they've done a really good job. They're, they're kind of sneaky good. Um, we've made some poor decisions in the return game um, uh, on Saturday, uh, but that has been a strength of ours, and mm -hmm. we're covering kicks a lot better. Uh, we're doing some good things on those units, which is really 
really good to see because we, we have made a big focus on it. All right, so you can feel it. A little palpable sense of momentum coming out of that second half here on Saturday. Hopefully we take that right into Saturday down in Macon, Georgia against the Mercer Bears. For Coach Josh Conklin, I'm Jim Noble. Thanks, as always, for watching The Josh Conklin Show, and we'll see you next week.